From the Penrod Hall Studios, welcome to the Cowboy and the Bouncer, a podcast committed to helping you earn more money online. It's the podcast that makes you tick, transform, invest, and commit, where the hosts are both excited and proud to continue bringing to you the online adventures of the Cowboy and the Bouncer. The Cowboy is well-grounded in the arts of tending fields, mending fences, and taking care of livestock, but he's also transversing the digital world learning new skills and business attributes as it's done in the wild new world of the internet, where he is applying his no-nonsense view of the world to internet marketing and sharing tales around the comfort of the virtual fire pit. The bouncer used to get paid to control crowds, but now he gets paid as an affiliate marketer and by helping others on their affiliate marketing journey. He's helping others succeed online and providing suggestions and services other online entrepreneurs are looking for as he commits to being an online entrepreneur full-time as well. Together, they travel and share the vast fields of the internet, sharing ideas and stories from their own experiences as well as others. So, grab a cup of coffee from the camp coffee pot, pull up a log or stone to sit around a virtual fire pit, and get ready to hear the ongoing adventures of The Cowboy and the Bouncer. Sponsor is AutomatedAffiliateSales.com. That's AutomatedAffiliateSales.com. Listen, starting out in the affiliate marketing industry is not always easy. There are so many facets and possibilities in the online world that sometimes it can get just downright confusing and frustrating. You can spend hours, days, weeks, and months watching YouTube videos and trying to decide what program to follow, what mentor to choose, what social media platform to market with, and I mean the subjects go on and on. So make it easier on yourself and go to AutomatedAffiliateSales.com and sign up for a no-cost webinar presented by John Thornhill. A top 1% ClickBank seller reveals to you his proven system to creating six-figure automated income streams using the world's number one digital marketplace. Even if you've never created a ClickBait account in your life, and you're a complete newbie. John will go over with you the big picture as well as explain short-term and long-term goals and plans. 90% of his students have utilized his teachings to become online marketers full-time. Learn how to create automated online income streams and to create what we are really doing this for, true time freedom. 
Do yourself a favor and visit AutomatedAffiliateSales.com. Sign up for the webinar. Again, it's no cost to you right now for a limited time. And in addition, after the watching the webinar, John will give you his private quick start six-figure cheat sheet to download and will provide also bonus trainings where he reveals his over a million dollar sales ClickBank super funnel and show you how you can even copy it in just a few minutes. And you'll get all that just for attending the webinar. That's AutomatedAffiliateSales.com, tonight's sponsor, and we thank them for helping us bring you tonight's podcast. Hey, everybody, what's going on? It's Michael the Bouncer, and I'm talking to you from the Penrod Hall Studios. And it is the podcast that makes you tick, that is, makes you transform, invest, commit into your kingdom. And this is the podcast called The Cowboy and the Bouncer. Glad you guys can join us tonight. Really super happy to be here. I have the cowboy with me as well tonight. How are you, Tom? Fantastic, Michael. So good to see you again tonight. It is just it is just so much fun to get together with you and, and talk about making money online. It is just every time every time we get together we find out something new that we didn't we really didn't know or something that somebody really needs might find valuable and uh we just want to share the, all those values with everybody as much as we can that is true to serve to serve that is what we are called to do and tonight's topic um actually today can be near and dear to many people's hearts i know it was a struggle for myself um, and that is, uh, tonight's topic is going to be internal fear that, believe it or not, leads you to leads you to do nothing. And it leads you to not take any actions because of the fears. Or in another way to term it, it leads you to procrastination. There are plenty of times I have sat back and said to myself, someday, someday, I'll do this or that. I'll have this or that, or I'll be this or that. The problem is that someday never seemed to come. I kept saying someday is going to be there, but someday never came. You ever felt like you've all the tools necessary to be successful, but you are still, you, you're just not there? Um, why is that? I think it's fear. I think fear could be one of the biggest reasons, and it was for me. It appeared I had an underlying fear of success. That sounds strange, you know. An underlying fear of success. You're afraid of being successful. And I, I really can't explain where that came from. I, I'm just, I'm not sure. Uh, I know I didn't come from a wealthy family growing up, and that might have some influences on my psyche, but mostly I think it's more of a fear that I didn't, I, and something like I did not deserve to be wealthy. So with that mindset, I ended up self-sabotaging myself on many things throughout my life. I always get to the precipice of, of a pinnacle of success. And just before I got there and was able to celebrate it, I self-sabotaged. And it didn't happen. Ever, ever do that to yourself? Oh, Michael. Have, ever do that to yourself? It is Yes, it is all the all the time i don't even want to begin to think uh two big huge times when fear just grabbed me and flipped me upside down and 
Yeah. And then you, then you end up. And so much of it is, is when you talk about that fear of success, what I, what I've come to come feel like figure it out is that it's a fear of that responsibility that comes with being successful. People expect more from you. People think that, Hey, I can, you know, Tom did that. He can, he can do that. If I need, you know, I need this thing fixed. Like I needed, I needed to, we had a, a spring break on the cutter this weekend and, and it went into the wheel. And, and so my son fought and fought to do it. And, and part of the reason he fought to do it is because he didn't, he didn't want to, he was afraid of, he didn't want to have to ask dad to help him, you know? I mean, and you've been down that road, not wanting to ask mm -hmm. somebody to help you and not. And, and so that's one of the other things we got to use to overcome fears of, of getting over, not wanting to ask somebody to help us. But the other fear is just, you know, he didn't want to admit that I kind of need that. I need that help. And, and then he knew that, that I had the expertise to be able to do it and put things to back together again. And it, it worked out really good, but with that expertise comes also the responsibility of, well, what if it doesn't work? What if my weld breaks just like the pros weld broke on that, on that ready rod that held that spring together uh, from the, from the factory. And so those, those that's, but that's one of the big things I think that comes down is you know, you, we talked a little bit, and I think you'll talk more about not feel, feeling worthy of, of the success or not feeling that you deserve it, but also that fear of responsibility that goes along with that too. If I'm successful at this, then people are going to expect more of me. And am I going to be able to give that more, make that next step? And I think of one of the best books I think of that I read in the last couple of years is called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And in that book, he talks about that you are worth it. And you got to put that every time you start thinking, hey, I'm, you know, maybe one in that position where I don't want to take that step, don't want to take that next big leap. You deserve it. And you're worth it. And don't be afraid of, of making that step because somebody's there to grab you by the hand and pull you along if you if you need when you need that when you're ready for the help. So what I'm hearing is that uh, this is sounding familiar with you as well. And I'm, I'm suspecting that uh, the feeling or the sounds that we're talking about is sounding pretty familiar to our listeners as well. Uh, so at least we're all on the same page. <laughs> so there you go. The first, the first thing about tonight's podcast is you're not alone. Yeah, I mean, everybody feels it. So... Uh, did you know that fear is one of the major causes of procrastination? Most people do not tie the two together. Uh, but you want to know what the what the uh, most common fear is a lot of people suffer from? It's something you've already talked about. It's it's the fear that who they are and what they do is inadequate. You know, and that translates down to themselves as they just just it's an interpretation of themselves that they're just not good enough. And so since they believe that they're not good enough, they never actually reach their full potential because they have this doubting self-belief that actually eventually overrules your capabilities. As you think you are, 
and that's been proven so many times. I mean, how many experts, I think I even heard Tony Robbins at one time say, fake it till you make it. Or something like that, especially the thought of, are you, you know, what you think you become, your thought you become right. what you think about. And that is so strong. Um, it goes back, it goes back to Proverbs in the Bible. Um, guard your thoughts, guard your heart and guard your thoughts because what you think about, you become. What you think about happens. And, that, and it goes back a, a long, long time. And so it's not a new thought. But, um, you know, that's one of the things that as you, as we, we got to get past that and come, or what we don't, we don't, we got to guard our thoughts. In other words, keep our minds on, I can do this. The answers are there. The people, if some, you know, if Michael did this, I can too. And Absolutely. especially, you know, especially when, and, or if Tom, you know, if, if Tom makes a thousand dollars this month um, by promoting prove it products on uh, uh, prove it keto products, I can too. And that's all those little things, all those little processes and it, and we talked a little bit about this before but you, you it's getting that process taking that first step making that first decision to come back to all the way back to when we first put the the title on this podcast as commit yourself committed to helping people make money online um mm -hmm. is to be committed because there's there are days when i'll promise you this much if we weren't committed it would be easy it would be easy mm -hmm. not to not to do this podcast again. It would be easy not to to let it go for a couple of weeks. We ran through into this two weeks ago, where uh, we forgot to Tom forgot to hit record on the button, and we did a we had a wonderful podcast on on uh, where to find your avatars, and uh, we ended up getting a lot of practice in that night. So it's easy <laughs> until we have that commitment and that's, you know, and there's a failure. That was a, that was a mistake. That was a failure in a lot of ways because we had a great podcast. It ended up being better the second time through, but, uh, or at least in my opinion, it was, but <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I do believe that those are the things that, that, that we got to overcome to, to put those fears behind us. And a lot of it is just being that, making that decision, making that first decision, and being committed, being mm -hmm. committed. I mean, that is the basis of almost all of it. I mean, I, and the problem is, is that we, we have a tendency to think that it's just us and we get the loneliness come in that, you know, no one else feels this way. I, I mean, surely successful people don't suffer from this, right? I mean, you would not think Elvis or Robin Williams or Whitney Houston would have feelings of self-doubt. And despite all their accomplishments, they just don't feel that they're good enough. Yet, when you look back at them and all their lives, you see that's exactly the case for each and every single one of those people. Elvis never felt deserving of what the, the, the vast amount of popularity he gained. Robin Williams was never sure of himself, even though he's a comedic genius. Every comedy person in, after him idolized him, but in his mind, he still was just not what he was supposed to be. I mean, that's scary. 
Um, Whitney Houston, I mean, there's some people that, other than maybe Mariah Carey, couldn't even hit the notes of Whitney Houston hit. Uh, legend in her own time, but not in her own mind. I mean, those are the things. So I, I bring that to the attention only so the point is brought across that it's 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 not just a common person. It's not just you sitting in the, in your car listening to this. It's not me. It's not Tom. It's everybody. Everybody feels this way from time to time. Um, the difference is that these people who have become mm, over out at the at least the appearance of confidence to the world um they use that feeling of not being good enough to continually prove to themselves that they could be better and accomplish more they actually take that feeling and become a high achiever and they tend to use those feelings as weapons to face their fears and overcome any obstacle that gets in their way so they you know in that in that way they take a weakness and turn it into power Unfortunately, some of them still never believe in themselves, and it's a, it's a shame. I, I miss Robin Williams. Um, I, I don't know what Whitney Houston could have accomplished if she was still alive, and some say Elvis is still alive, so who knows? <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, just and and those are the things that, that that we need to keep in mind as we go forward that that we have the opportunity to learn the lessons from them to take their lessons and take their and and turn that and 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 take that story and to flip it in our favor and uh so much of that overcoming fear is just it's always back there and some of it's some of it's natural some of it's just we need that fear in order to to continue to to push ourselves forward and oh, in yeah, some ways, you know, it's some part of, that, of the fight or flight for sure. Right. But the other side of it is, is that we need to, to also have the confidence that goes, that comes forward. And I, I want to share with you tonight, a little story I, I, I picked up from uh, Brandon Webb. Brandon Webb was in, uh, wrote the book, Mastering Fury, Navy, Navy SEALs Guide. And he tells a story about when he came back from Afghanistan, he got tied up. In, he was teaching, he was training the Navy snipers to be the best snipers in the world. And he tells this simple story about overcoming fear. Here's a simple model we used. A kid steps up to bat. His coach or his dad yells out, remember, Bobby, don't strike out. So what mm -hmm. happens? The kid strikes out, of course. What else, is the, heard. Yeah. What, else, what else is the poor kid going to do? His coach made him so focused on swinging and missing and has no ample, he has, has so amplified his fear of striking out that it's all he can see in his head. He's got a hamster in his head running on that hamster wheel full of full tilt boogie saying, strike out, strike out, strike out. So that's what he does. And there again, that's that thought process we need to work on in our heads, get those heads out of there. In other words, what we should be hearing is, is of the coach from the coaches is this, the coach should have, focused on reminding Bobby about what he needed to do right mm -hmm. to stand, breathe, keep your eye on the ball, judge it keenly. If it's outside the batter's box, let it pass. If it's over the plate, swing and connect, bring bat and ball together, make your team proud, all the good stuff. 
And that's one of the things, especially as an affiliate marketer, especially as online entrepreneurs, we need to keep in mind that there's all kinds of opportunities to strike out, swing and miss. Mm -hmm. and we're going to we're going to do a lot of that. But in the in the long run, you know, we don't have to hit. We can do the same thing as any any baseball player. If we hit 250 or 300, we're going to be in the major leagues. And it's the same thing in this is, but we got to keep our mindset, right? We got to keep our heads screwed on so that we keep doing this podcast and we keep doing the process because that's, that's what makes it happen. We got to tell ourselves if Michael can do this, or if Tom can do this, I can too. Absolutely. So that, that, that's actually my next question. So what about you, the listeners? You listening, do you have fears about being good enough? Is that fear actually feeding your procrastination about doing things? What things are you putting off that you know that you should be actually doing, getting done, and accomplishing? So I have a perfect example for this. And this is, you know, <laughs> I haven't told you about this yet, Tom, so you may actually laugh at the whole process. But I'll give you a perfect real-life example. So the cowboy and I have discussed and played with the idea of a podcast for well over a year before I actually started one. In fact, he started just uh, by one night recording a telephone conversation and it, it grew from there. Uh, he was tired of waiting for me to, to produce that someday, right? Yeah, we'll get that <laughs> podcast started someday. And... He kept asking when, and I'd say someday, and he would say when, and I'd say someday. And one day he just recorded our telephone conversation and said, guess what? Today is someday. <laughs> so I was procrastinating doing a podcast because I had fears. Those fears ran the gambit. I mean, who was I to do a podcast? Who would want to hear my voice anyways? I mean, I have no idea how to even do a podcast or even what to talk about. Guess what? We did it anyway. And if you are currently listening to the podcast, then I guess those fears were exactly what they were. Bullshit excuses I used against myself to not get something created because I feared it was not going to be good enough for anyone to listen to or care about. But guess what? If you're listening, thanks for proving me wrong. And I really appreciate it. So that's, I, I, if, if it's okay, I want to get real for just a minute. That was a real, real life story right there. I, I was afraid to do a podcast. So, you know, again, I had those self-doubt, self-fears, and everybody has experienced times when they felt that they weren't good enough. And it could have come from getting grade from a teacher and not being picked for a sports team. Maybe after being yelled at from a parent when you did something, not thinking as a kid because you're just a kid and you don't have a whole lot of common logic in your mind. Uh, after someone you loved got hurt, even though it was not your fault, either they got hurt emotionally or physically, but you still had that feeling you weren't good enough that it was your fault. Uh, maybe you were let go from a job or, or didn't get into a program you really wanted to participate in. So we tend to hold on to these feelings. And earlier, Tom, you had said something about we, we have a tendency to remember the bad things. Um, where the example with a kid who went through the coaching, but the only thing he remember was strikeout, right? Isn't it weird how we have what seems to be a 
preset ability to remember the bad things or feelings in our lives much easier than the good things or feelings in our life? I mean, I was thinking about this as we were preparing for the podcast tonight, and I was like, okay. I don't know. Everybody had a little different high school experience. My high school experience was unique. But I had a lot of dates that I went on. And, you know, when you're young and dumb and you're trying to learn your ways, you you kind of fall in love or think you fall in love with every girl you date, right? Or every person you date. Um, I try to remember all those times that I was, you know, on cloud nine and ecstatic and all those things they don't come to my memory but you know what i can instantly bring up the ones where we broke up and i felt like crap for a week or whatever so, so my my mind remembers those bad times i don't remember the, the the weeks or months before that before you know everything was fantastic and you're walking around in a love days and yeah, i don't remember that part but I remember the breakup parts, right? So we tend to hold on to these feelings. Um, they can build up and add to your feelings as a total of not being good enough as well, which can lead to the big reason why you tend to procrastinate on things. So now we have a better understanding of the process. What do we do about it? Well, being analytical, as I am, I've been accused more than once that I have an issue with gray areas, that I tend to force everything into a data structure of either on or off, black or white. <clears throat> and with this, there's, you know, I stand accused. It's the same process to me. So listeners, now that you know and understand some things that you can either, you can, you can, accept the fact that these are fears that the fears may or may not be uh real or in a place of where they should be uh imagined or real i guess is what i'm trying to say so now you understand that that fear is causing you not to act because of the fear and that act actually produces the procrastination right you really only have two choices in my opinion and uh, when I get down to my two choices, you can, because I'm, 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 I am very bad with gray. I admit that. But your two choices are you can continue to allow these feelings to make you feel you are not good enough. And so don't do anything outside of your comfort zone, God forbid, because you're afraid to do so. And then let this model eventually control your life and you're always in the safety zone, right? Um or you can acknowledge those feelings, realize it's part of being a human being. Everybody's afraid. Screw it. And take some action despite your fears. And for me, the, the proof that you're listening to this podcast is proof that I'm choosing to later. Uh, I don't know about you listeners, but I am going to acknowledge that I'm human. I'm afraid of stuff. Don't care. Going to get past and do take action anyways. Because if you don't take action, you're always going to do this. The same stuff you've been doing, you're still going to have the same disappointments. I mean, in affiliate marketing especially, or any kind of make money online, you get so pumped up and so excited about something that's new and brought to your attention, and you start doing some studying or program, and you're just, you're ready to rock and roll, and three days go by, and you're still okay with doing this, and then a week goes by, and you're like, no, 
I just don't have the ability to do that, you know, and all of a sudden the fear starts creeping in. What if this happens? What if I lose a hundred dollars here? What if uh, I put this product out or what if I put it, what if I put a piece of content out and no one replies? What if, what if, what if, what if it's inevitable? You just keep going on beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Um, playing everything safe. It seems like a boring life to me. And I can tell you that there are times in my life playing a safe was not an option, right? Uh, being a bouncer is not playing a safe at all. I mean, you all remember what happened to Sam Elliott's character, Wade, in the Roadhouse movie, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. The, you know, being a bouncer is not playing it safe. But if you choose to stay in the comfort zone and play it safe, you end up shorting yourself continually. I mean, you, your procrastination will more than likely grow, and eventually you just give up on your dreams, your goals, and eventually yourself. But I don't believe that's you, our listener. I don't believe you're a quitter. You're an entrepreneur. I'm not selling you anything right now. I'm not trying to make you buy a product. I'm just asking you to open up your mind and just absorb what we're trying to say here. If working online is for you, your heart will guide you. You'll know. If it's not, it's not. It's okay. But that is not so much what we're talking about tonight, about being online or offline. This is information that you can be applying to your life in general, right? You either live your life in fear or you accept and acknowledge that there's fear and move past it. Or if you're an overachiever, you take that fear and you use it as a weapon against yourself and become a, a high achiever. So, I mean, it's okay. Acknowledge sometimes things don't go the way you plan. Things don't always happen the way you have them mapped out. I mean, life happens, man. Great. Take the Marines' advice, learn, adapt, overcome, and move on. I can't tell you how many times the Cowboy and I have had some great plans or visions. We've got all this worked up, and we've got these things in our heads, and we're ready to go. And everything's just, yeah, let's do it. And then during the implementation of said plan, something happens with the realization that we can't do anything like the plan we had planned because we didn't understand the mechanics or the, the um the technology that goes in behind it but you know what we still do it we're a couple of old dudes doing this podcast so that you guys can hear some stuff and get some information you know not only just making money online not affiliate marketing too but you know wisdom we're not wise because we're just old we've done some stuff we've been there you know we can help you go through some stuff too so i appreciate everyone who listens i appreciate that you're not the only one fearing this fear and i can appreciate letting the fear temporarily take a hold of you so that you don't do anything but now that you understand what's going on now that you understand that that fear is just trying to hold you back and that the fear helps that strength and procrastination now that you get that concept, you need to take some action and either nip it in the bud or use it against yourself to go beyond it. Yes. Uh, to understand and master your fear. 
That is the key. That is the key. And if I may share five thoughts on how to master that fear, decide. Just decide. And then master it first in your mind. Think about what you need to do. What don't you know? What skill do you need to learn? What skill do you need to acquire? How are you going to find it? And I think back to our sponsor, AutomatedAffiliateSales.com and John Thornhill and how he says, the tools are out there today, tools that we didn't have 30 years ago or 20 years ago. Even 10 years ago, were still rudimentary. The skill, the tools of Google, the tools of YouTube, and all the teachers and all the, it's all available. It's all out there. All we have to the do Udemy's, is. The Udemy's, yeah. Yeah. You know, all that. I mean, learn, Annex Siegel's learn system, all those, just the, all that is stuff. So, you know, master, refer, re, rehearse and master it in your mind first. What do you need to know and know that it's out there? And then be willing to let go, be willing to just, Take that first step and go. Just let it go. Let it let it happen. Whatever's going to happen, let it happen. Uh, I can think of a time that I was so scared. I put on all the gear. We were in Mexico, in Cancun, Mexico. We we're going to go zip lining, and I'm scared of heights as much as anybody in the world, and I'm scared of water too. And so we go up. I put on all the gear, and I crawled all the way up to the top of the first the first flight to get to snap on that uh zip line and go and i turned around and i walked back down and i should have just let it go and say okay look at all these people around me they've done it or they're gonna do it and they're gonna walk away from it and they're high odds i am too so let go and then jump off once you've let go, then jump off. Make it make it a habit of, of asking, asking for what you need. If you need some help, if you need something, and have faith. Have the faith that that other people have done this. I can too. Michael's done it. Tom's done it. We can do it. And the fifth thing is is knowing what matters. What really matters? What is the worst thing that's going to happen? If we make a podcast and nobody listens. What's the worst thing? Is that that's the worst thing that happened, right? If we make I mean, a podcast and somebody listens and laughs and says, I can't believe that those two old farts did this or trying to do this. And you know what? They even had a point. They made a point. I right. can't believe it. You know, they had five things. They came up with five things that you need to know to over to master your fear. And, uh, you know, the, so they had a point and they made a point. And these two, these two old guys, these gray haired guys, they can't possibly know anything about internet for crying out loud. They're way past that. They're growing up in time when ping, when uh, ping and pong or however that was on Atari, you know what Atari was? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. So those are things that, that nobody, I mean, you, you have, it's even before Mario. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, uh, so anyway, I just, I was want to share that those things, you know, so what's the worst that can happen? 
And knowing that that worst, get, if, if, that, if, that, if we can live through the worst that's going to happen, it's going to be better than that. It's going to end up way better. And so I've trained myself to even think about not what's the worst thing that's going to happen. What if the best thing happens? What if I offer this product and more people want to buy it than I'm prepared for? What if I do, we do this podcast and more people listen than I'm prepared for? It, all those things have to go into that. But I've you know, changed that mindset, over, master that fear and you take that fear and put it to use. And so I don't know if I'm helping at all, Michael, but that's my thoughts on fear and mastering them. No, no, no. It's, it's all working well. I mean, basically, you're right in a lot of ways. You're, you're talking about the difference between living in the now and living in the future. So all those fears of what ifs, I mean, what, what if you become successful? What if you don't become successful? What if that all needs to kind of set to the side plan obviously plan for the future hope for the future design the future with your with your thoughts but on the same token you need to be in the now and take action in the now for the future to come true so i i don't know how many hours i i bet your ear time back in the day um when i was trying to decide whether or not to leave my high paying job um I, I found something on the internet and i'm going to share it with our listeners i don't know honestly who said this and i apologize to whoever said this if they happen to one day hear this podcast i'd love to give you credit give us a little uh hit us up on an email or hit us up on, in the in the notes so i can give you credit for it but so this is, this is what they said. The human body evolved over hundreds of thousands of years so you can sit at a desk in a sterile cubicle and look at fake lights in a box and pretend you don't want to kill yourself. And if you can't focus on doing that for nine hours a day, five hours a week, that's a mental disorder. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Man, I feel that. I feel that mental disorder for sure. So, you know, I'm sure every everybody's grandfather has said this to him at one point. Find a job that, you know, don't find a job. Find something you love to do and work at it. And you never have a job. You'll have a passion that pays you, right? So we take that a little step further. You enjoy what you do. I enjoy what I do. Um, I really enjoy helping others do this too, just because it's, I guess it seems weird that a bouncer would say this, but I am a, I am a people person. Um, I'd rather connect with you and make a relationship than beat your ass, but I got paid to do that. So. <laughs> But I mean, it wasn't something that I took on lightly. If you and I scruffed, it was it had to be to the point where there was no no other alternative. I tried everything else to, to diffuse the situation because it's my last point of destination. I mean, I trained under several masters, and they all had pretty much the same thing. You train 
so that you don't have to fight. You don't train to fight. So it, I, don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but the bottom line is that I, I guess I like that we're doing the podcast. I'm glad that you kind of forced me into it. <laughs> I'm glad that we're, you know, whether it's one person listening to us or, you know, a thousand people listening to it, a thousand people listening to it. I think that it serves a purpose and in, in serving we're doing our, we're doing our jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are doing our jobs. We are serving, we are serving humanity and as best as we can. And, and it's, it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous grad. I'm just, I feel it in my heart. Every time we do one of these podcasts and we're able to put it together and, and uh, if we touch one heart or if we touch 500 hearts or a million hearts, um, I just want, that's my goal is to touch, touch a heart. And, uh, and if we can take one person up this mountain with us, that, that's just, that's better, to, better yet, everybody that we can take along up our mountain as we climb, as we climb the hill of success at one day at a time, one step at a time. Uh, just want to get there and 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 so that i'm yeah i can appreciate i i i i'm sitting here echoing everything that you say because i hear it i know it and i know what you know what you went through as you as when we train when you transitioned from 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 a from a nine to five job which wasn't a nine to five but is like mine the only difference between your job and mine is i really love what i do I just wish that it was a thing that I could look forward to saying, I'm going to be able to catch that calf another 10 years. And that's why I'm here trying to figure out a way to build some kind of online business so that we can have, so that I can help people and we can serve, serve people and that I can create re, repurpose, not retire, but repurpose myself to provide great value to other people and have you provide great value back to us in one fashion or another. Maybe you find a product that we have promote that you like. Maybe you find a program that you that we promote that you like, that you wanna purchase. All that, we're, we're very grateful for all those purchases. If you make one, thank you so much. And, uh, and, if, it, and if you find, you know, whatever, whatever love you find to give us, we appreciate it all. And uh, so, I'm, you know, what I, I don't know where we're going to go with this whole thing yet, Michael, but we'll figure it out, right? Yeah, I believe so. And with that, I believe the coffee is done. And it's time to check the pot, and make sure there's any more. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, hey, we can do this without an outro, can't we? Yep. Well, looks like the coffee pot is empty and the virtual fire pit is dying down. That means we are coming to an end of this fire pit side chat. But don't you worry, more virtual fires will be had and more coffee will be made. Until that next time, we sure do appreciate you joining us here on this podcast. And if you found some value, feel free to share some value by giving us some positive love back. Do that by liking and commenting on the podcast. Try visiting our sponsors. Check out our show note links and other suggested websites that we do throughout the podcast. You can even donate to the podcast if you want. Or just share us with others so that you and a friend can join us on the next virtual fireside talk.
where we will continue to talk about making money online, being an entrepreneur, and all the other vast aspects of being a digital producer versus being just a digital consumer. Until we meet again, keep exploring what makes you tick. That's what makes you transform, invest, and commit for your kingdom. Thank you for listening and supporting us. We appreciate each and every one of you. We'll be sure to catch up with you on the next podcast of The Cowboy and the Bouncer.